Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings a wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. All right, everybody. Hello. It's time for Not Just Blowing Smoke, coming at you live from Twin Smoke Shop Studio Headquarters in Hooksett, New Hampshire. Be sure to subscribe to us right here on Facebook or YouTube, wherever you're watching us live from, if you're listening after the fact, uh, from Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, Google, or wherever else you may have found this podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you don't ever miss a thing. I'm Pastor Padron. I'm here with my... uh, I'm here with... (laughs) Uh, It's been one of those days. I am here with my co-host, Brother Broadleaf. Pat Wente and Dave Confused, and this lovely gentleman sitting here is Adam Nigerian, and he is the New England rep for Altidus Cigars, and he's back again, and he's brought something very unique. Uh, we've never done something like this on the show before, and uh, this is a special educational pack that is designed to help teach you about the different wrappers that are used on cigars. You want to talk about this pack that we have here? Yeah, so it's a brainchild of uh, our national education manager, uh, Travis Pappenheim. Pappenheim? I don't ask questions. Um, he, uh, he put this together because when he was going around doing a lot of uh, events, both consumer-facing and retailer training-type events, mm-hmm. um, people always asked about wrapper leaf because <laughs> as a lot of – as we know, a lot of the flavor you get from a cigar comes from that wrapper. It's like right. 60, 80%, depending on the blend. Um, and so he kind of put this together, working with uh, our factory in the Dominican to have a presentation for all those people that had all those questions. Right. Um, what we have are our seven most common wrapper leaves. Okay. Uh, wrapped in little puritos for us to Purito. try. Puritos. Um, what does that mean, Purito? So pure. It's small, and it's small. all the same tobacco. It's all the same. So the, the binder and filler is the same on all these. As I understand it. Right. So what I've been told, so that's what I'm going to tell you. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's all I can do. Can we, can we be sure that they've told you everything you need to know? No. 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 They usually don't. They usually don't. Just I make it up as I go along. All right. It's well, how we roll. Um, we count but, on Pat Wente in times like this for his uh, amazing palate to tell us if things are the same or I, if they listen, have been I'm changed. here for it. I don't need to know anything. I can be told. I everything. know nothing. It's fine. Exactly. Get myself in less trouble the less I know. Mm-hmm. Um, also so, comes with a, we have a little notebook in here in addition to our cutter lighter cigars and pen with which to take notes. Yes. And, and there's a page on each different wrapper here. Yep. And as you look at the box, we kind of start on the left and work our way right. Mm-hmm. I told right. Shell he'd have to just kind of be really patient because the broadleaf is the last. The broadleaf is the last. going to have to. I don't know if I can do it. I think you can. You're going to have to just work with us here because it's, it's. Okay. You know, so, and each of these comes with a nice pen. 
and cutter. But my favorite thing about the pen, we're just going to gloss over this. It has a level. The lighters are not filled, though. Shh. UPS won't ship them if they're full. Uh, yeah, level, measure. Yep, that one's ready to go. This one's ready to go. And you know what? This <laughs> box is really cool. I don't know, Dave. Can you show your box? Oh yeah. Um, oh, each Whoa, one is really, is really hey, nicely hey. labeled. Explicit, <laughs> Dave. I'm talking Here. about the cigar box. Oh, thank you. Oh, well, are you sure it's okay. And uh, each one is nicely labeled. Uh, Connecticut, the U.S., Cameroon, Ecuadorian, Connecticut, Criollo, Habano, Sumatra, Connecticut Broadleaf. This is going to be a real interesting show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think, like, you know, they're also not designed to be smoked all the way down. Okay. Right? Like, the way, the way Travis does it, it's not the way I do it, but it leads me to believe he does it properly. I'm just going to call him TP. TP. I'm going to tell him that. I think it's his birthday today. It is going to be that type of show today. <laughs> he, he, he was going to be here, but then he realized he was on vacation for oh, his birthday. So. That's too bad. Um, I'm sure middle school was very hard for him. He likes to. Wow. I don't even want to think about it. It's hard for all of us. Yes, okay? yes, yes. Anybody who says they enjoyed middle school, uh, they're one of them that made it really miserable for you. Yeah, that's the way I look at that. it. But uh, each mm -hmm. one, he likes to kind of like go back and forth. Like he'll start okay. with one and kind of flip around mm -hmm. i kind of go you know work until we're kind of done with it order move on yes um that might just be me but hey listen, okay whatever right. happens tonight happens i don't really you know i'm not here to tell you what to do so hey what happens on njbs stays on njbs 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 yeah you want to run that that back or not blowing just smoke not yeah blowing just smoke. it's <laughs> only my license plate you know yeah so, uh, yep yep everywhere I go Boom, we go what I didn't do tonight though if you guys are done bickering uh, <laughs> so it's gonna be like that tonight Boom, we go. Um, I didn't bring anything to drink tonight yes I know we were the very disappointed about my that. wallet is very aware of yeah. that well <laughs> it made the poorest of us go out and buy a bottle of Glenfiddich 12 uh, which I'm is sure what we are pairing with all all of these cigars we're going to be pairing with the Glenfiddich 12. 12 year and uh let me take a little sip of this so mm. i can that's not a bad idea right behind mm. you oh, oh that's real nice he's on just the a four tonight just a there he is. just a little bit of smokiness a little bit of peatiness um some nice wood some uh natural sweetness there caramel what are you guys picking up fresh spring water Fresh spring water. Yeah, fresh spring. That's what you get. It's delicious and refreshing. That's your cold draw. Mm -hmm. oh. Might be a little peaty for me. Or am I the only one? It is a tiny bit peaty. Yeah. Just a little bit. It could be an hog baked ten. You know, oh. it could have been worse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I'm not, like, keep in mind, not complaining. Just now that noticing. now that we know what we're drinking, and Dave wants us to smoke the glass with every single cigar we're having. Yes. Of course, what that means, Dave, is that this is going to be smoked with seven different tobaccos. Well, you have to finish the it. glass each time. Do we have There's a not enough? enough. <laughs> you didn't buy a case of Glenn today. We bought a bottle. Well, you just so got to pour got... a little less. So Adam is oh, lighting up. Don't I'm be greedy. Adam's lighting up. So we're going to light Matt's up. That's way ahead of me. Yeah. When I saw Pat, I was like, oh, okay. Now, is there a... Uh, you want to talk a little bit about the proper way to light a cigar while nope. we're doing this? Nope. <laughs> no. uh, only because I don't do it. You don't do so it? So I can't really... Why don't you light your cigar yeah, properly? properly. Uh, I'm a bad person. Why are you a little munchkin like that? 
I don't know. I'd probably say lollipop kill him. Rain's on me last, guys. Thank you. <laughs> you wow. sure that's rain? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, Damn. well on. <laughs> you walked into that. I'm I, sorry. No, I, I, I did. Mm. Maybe not just not be smart. Not just blowing shade. Oh. <laughs> then I wonder why my shoes are wet and it's not raining. <laughs> <laughs> So the the U.S. grown Connecticut shade tobacco that we use comes from Gershel Farms Gershel? in Somers, Connecticut. Okay, and it is um, we are one of the few companies that actually owns our own farm in Connecticut. Okay, um, growing both sh- growing both shade and broadleaf. Um, the U.S. grown Connecticut is one of my favorite. Rappers and for a guy who likes stronger cigars, it's very different. Mm. Um, we use it on a wide variety of our cigars, as you can see in your little notebook there. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite uh, that we use on is one you guys actually do well with in the store, but uh, haven't been able to get our hands on it for a minute. Oh. Though it's that uh, Monte Cristo White Vintage Connecticut, mm. and that's the same as wrapper okay. that we're having here mm-hmm. uh, most commonly done on the uh monte classic okay so that's the monte Cla- it, classic the is is the this yes okay yeah. that's good to know yeah there's a there's a a dozen cigars here that you guys use yeah it's i mean and it's distinctly smooth right mm. like it's it's a little into my eye when I look at it next to the Ecuadorian Connecticut shade, mm-hmm. which doesn't help in the cellophane, but and we'll talk about why later. But the color is, is subtly different. Yep. Right. Like so this is a little bit of a brighter. Yes. Yeah, and there there is a reason for that, which we will get to. Um, in like when, two cigars. Oh, oh two cigars. I mean, like you know. We have to wait. Yes. If I, I have to wait, you wait. Have to wait. I keep my secret. Okay. I keep my secret. Is it the cloud shade? Is that is that going to be it? Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> do I even need to be here for this? Well, oh, you can let's, this let's explain what kinetic, U.S. Connecticut shade means. What does shade grown mean? So shade mean grown. Mean it's just grown in the shade? Uh, under some use, big tree? Uh, what are they? Cheesecloth? Cheesecloth, yes. Yep. Yes. To, uh, and what it does is it makes the leaves kind of have to reach for more nutrients so they thin out whereas the same tobacco grown you know out in the sun will be broadleaf type and be thicker be thicker because it's not leaves so basically you starve it yeah well we might be bad people i don't know (laughs) uh actually i shouldn't say we i speak only for myself (laughs) is that is that a legitimate kind of analogy there that you're 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 making the leaf Making the leaf work harder for the nutrients. Yeah. Yeah. And that way you can get it to that, you know, very thin, you know, delicate, light color. Mm. All of that goes into it. Um, they definitely, you know, they, it's it's actually a, a great farm. We Before COVID, we got to do some tours of it and things like that. Yeah. And I'm hoping going forward we'll be doing that again. That would um, be cool. But having, mm. to, having had the opportunity to go... You know, they have the curing barns right there, right next to the field. So is the tobacco they grow thing. just for you, or do you grow yes. it and sell it to other we, other companies? We own the farm. You own so the farm. It is so it's a straight steed to store shelf pipeline. Okay. That's um, awesome. They And they 
you know, as we'll see later with our mm -hmm. broadleaf at the end, you know, they, I think they do both, <laughs> right. You know, iterations of that tobacco really well. Mm. Um, and when I got to go on the trip, we got to stock cut some of the tobacco, which was pretty neat. Did you bring it um, home with you? They didn't let us know. No. That stuff costs money. So they basically got free work <laughs> free out of labor. you. Yep. <laughs> and I'm sure we did it all Put it wrong. in the barn. Le all leave wrong. it. Adam. Adam, leave it. I'm sure we <laughs> did it all wrong, and it's fine. Yeah. If so, if you notice, well, it would have been last year, you would have started to notice a dip in the crop, but I guess it's okay. <laughs> um, doing that math in my head. Uh, but no, but it's, uh, yeah. you know, the, the shade. No, it wasn't a hurricane or anything. It was Adam. No, it was us. <laughs> It wasn't just me. It was the whole group. I won't yeah. name names. No, I'm sure everybody was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I would have been. I would have been. I can be honest about that. But so, what what are the tasting notes you guys are getting from this, as we're as we're starting out with the USA Connecticut? A lot of people trying to you know write minds down. I got some some cedar. A mm -hmm. little bit of light sweetness. It's a lot of sugary sweet, like a natural sweetness. Mm -hmm. um, some some good wood. And a bit of cream on the intake, on the draw. So I'm enjoying that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I definitely mm -hmm. feel that. Cream especially. This yeah. is a very creamy uh, uh, cigar, and I think a lot of that is coming from the wrapper. Mm -hmm. yeah. Pat, what about you? Yeah, so it has like that creamy texture you get in most Connecticut's. Um, it has, to me, like a clove kind of floral type of note, and I think the floral is kind of where the sweetness kind of comes into it. It's not like its own sweetness, but it kind of mingles with that kind of floral clove kind of flavor um there's a nice cedar spice in it as well which typically mm. in connecticut i get that from as well um i am interested to know what the binder and filler is because it does have a more body spice than most connecticut's i smoke so it's not coming from the wrapper so i know it's coming from the binder and filler hmm adam ba -ba I've given you all the information. Uh -oh. So you, you don't know what the binder and filler is I here? I do not. Because we're not focused on the binder and filler. Focused on You're the focused wrapper. on the wrapper. On the wrapper. Mm -hmm. So how do we know what we're tasting is the wrapper and not the binder and filler? Because well, it's the because Know Your Wrapper series. Because that's <laughs> the Know Your Wrapper series. <laughs> oh, all wrapper. Awesome. <laughs> it's all wrapper all the time. No, Dave's I, phone goes, that's what she said. Well, if you, I mean, if you just remember or like what Shell's doing, write down what you're tasting. Mm -hmm. This it's going to be the same binder and filler for each of the cigars. Right, so right. You're going to be able to see how the wrapper. I, I think it's good that it has a fuller body binder and filler because now you're going to get to see. Because to me, on the Connecticut, it's because that wrapper is to me more lighter. Mm -hmm. That binder and filler is kind of forward to me. Like those mm. like spice notes and like that kind of rich wood is coming from not the wrapper so i think as we kind of go through mm. the progression of the wrapper is you're going to mm -hmm. start seeing with that body what wrapper kind of goes with it and takes over that kind of flavor notes so yeah sweet hay cream and some cedary spice yes. that's what i'm getting yeah. from this wrapper dave what about yourself yeah i'm getting uh, peaches, and creamy, cream. peaches and cream i'm getting uh, <laughs> no it's very creamy i'm getting like you know uh woody texture maybe even like a smidgen of baking spice you know um maybe and some a little bit of cedar maybe that's the floral i'm getting but to me it's like cedar it's a very tasty cigar yeah, yeah. Especially, it's you know, being that it's just in a just in the the pack here. I think yeah. it's got a a floral aftertaste. 
It's definitely a, a floral note in the aroma. And it's it's funny to me because it's uh, I'm I tend to skew myself towards stronger, darker cigars, but this might I think is probably my favorite wrapper that we've used in the last you know eight years that I've been with the company. Mm. You know, because for a Connecticut shade, I think it still has that smooth creaminess, but the U.S. grown Connecticut shade has to me to my palate like an earthiness to it mm -hmm. that isn't present in like the ecuadorian connecticut's so which we will see which we're gonna find out like in pretty short order but we uh there is a nice little spice on the retrohale with this it's mm -hmm. gentle but it's nice you know it, it adds a lot to the uh milder flavors of the connecticut here we going to smoke this glass? Yeah, let's smoke the glass. I only ask that because I need help because I don't remember. Okay. It's been like a month so and a half since I've done So what you do is you, you get some good smoke uh, in your mouth. And you, it, this it works best when you use the Karen glasses the, the, like this. Yeah. Um, but you um, this is a great way to see how the smoke and the cigar interacts with the tobacco. So you see what Shell's doing right there. He took some nice smoke, blew it into the glass, cover it. And then you shake, you stir the uh, glass up so that the smoke is really interacting with the with the alcohol there. And um, then after you've done that, put it down and you slowly take your hand off and kind of roll the smoke around the glass so that it coats the glass. Like so. Like so. And then take a sip. Okay. And course the best thing to do is to have taken a sip before you did it so that you then know what the difference totally is after did you did it yeah so now you can take a sip now what's mm. the difference to you i'm getting some of that floral sweetness in the finish mm -hmm. now. much sweeter finish yeah that penis almost gone mm-hmm mm-hmm I concur. <laughs> mm. That's really good. Shaky, 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 now, shaky, shaky. Shell, did you swirl yours extra hard that it stayed in that little pattern and mine's just kind of sitting here like a fog? Or what did I do? Well, first there's talent and then there's... Fair enough. <laughs> asked and answered. There it is. But what I think what I did, I didn't swirl before taking a sip. I swirled after taking a sip, if that mm. makes sense. Gotcha. Wow, it does. It takes the peat right out of the drink. It makes it much more sweet. Yeah. And um, I think Dave is right, too. There's more of a floral note to the um, scotch when you do that. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting. Too. Huh? I said that. Oh, you said that? <laughs> Don't give Dave credit. Again, I, I think said. Dave said... <laughs> no, I heard, no. I heard no, Dave no. say it. I heard you Dave say, say it. Yeah, you said the botanical about the cigar. I was talking about them. <laughs> yeah, damn it. So we get, so we get for jumping on my, my cloud said. shade. We'll, we'll have a we'll have a little uh, uh, fight during the uh, break, and we'll <laughs> see who ends up on top. All right, all right. So much we'll better. Rewatch the video though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> slow mo <laughs> oh my goodness it's like so, freeze frame like the end of the rocky <laughs> so so what have you what have you been up to since you've been on the show here with um anything good do you do anything well, with your life 
Right now, all I do is coach baseball. Coach of baseball? Work. Yes. How do you like coaching baseball? Um, I love it. I, uh, I coached my eight-year-old's rec team, the Westport Minor League Athletics. Mm -hmm. And uh, we won a game. That's good. Yeah. Winning we is always good. Played way more than one, but we got one. <laughs> but we won one. <laughs> yeah, we got yep. one. And uh, and I continue to coach, though the regular season has ended. We actually start our district tournament on Thursday. Mm. So, see this clown in a baseball uniform. Oh, shit. <laughs> I think we should have. Uh, are you a big baseball buff? It's or, are you, or are you just, like, doing this for your kid? Uh, I love baseball. It was always baseball family growing up. Mm -hmm. So. My uh, my grandfather was an umpire for thirty plus years in southeastern Mass. And, wow! So got into it that way. And, mm -hmm. You'd you know, have to get into it, like yeah. Well, yeah. It also meant I never got a call my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> All the umpires knew him, and they wouldn't give me an inch. So you know, um, I'm not still resentful twenty five, thirty years later, but it's okay. <laughs> it's no big deal at all. No, it's good. Mm. Um, <laughs> No, well, now I mean, you're the boss. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's been, uh, no, it's been fun, but it's been a busy spring. It's, you know, being on the road and then bouncing around to do do all that stuff is, mm. you know, it's a lot. Yeah, like, that's I'm what sure. I was, before I got here today, I, we had a practice. So Okay. That was, uh, we cut it close. How did, how did the practice go? They're eight. They're practicing. They, they need, they're eight. They need, they need to practice. They're good. For eight years, years old, they'll be fine. That's the ball over there. Go they get were, it. They were on Man, the field in uniform. could tell you some stories. <laughs> I just remember the last game of the season, one of my kids looked at the – he's going out to see where he's playing in the inning, looking at the lineup, and he goes, wait, where's right field? <laughs> It's off there to the right. We've been doing this for three months. Your other right. I don't. <laughs> like, I don't the limits of what I've done for you are very clear to me right now. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Well, understanding coach and I were like, oh, well, the right field is over on the bench for you. So yeah. you head right over there. Right? <laughs> it's the right side of that bench. <laughs> See that Gatorade? <laughs> Go get me some, Wage. Thank you. <laughs> Uh -oh. All right, so we should probably move on to our second cigar here. Let's do it. Smoke through all Can we do the Ecuadorian Connecticut second just to do the Connecticut's no. back? No. Eh? no. Maybe if you didn't jump on it. You jump know. on it. Okay, so we're doing the Cameroon yeah. next. Mm -hmm. Now, there were like 300,000 cigars that you guys do with the Connecticut <laughs> wrapper, and I only see one, one. cigar listed here yes. with the Cameroon. The H. Upman Vintage Cameroon. Is that the only thing Altidus does with Cameroon? Uh, currently, yes. Okay. So in the past, no. Right now, yes. Why, why so little? Uh, it is an expensive leaf and uh, rather small crops mm -hmm. coming from Cameroon. Um, so it's an African Cameroon? It is a Sumatra seed grown in Cameroon. Um, so we yes. obviously, the company having been around as long as it has, um, in some form or another, uh, we have very long-standing relationships with growers mm. in Cameroon, and we are able to secure what we need through them mm. now, at a competitive rate, but it is an expensive tobacco, and it's a delicate tobacco. Now, before we talk about the burning of it, I want to talk about the feel of it. When you run your hand along this, it's very toothy, it's yeah, very rough. Very toothy. Now, 
if you run your fingers along the Connecticut, you see how much smoother and kind of velvety it is. You see that? Connecticut. Well, Cameron. Dave, can you can you touch yeah. it? Can you? Can you I already can, did, but I'm holding it up so they can see the difference. See the just, difference just, in the color. You can just use that finger and just run that right yeah. up and down. Oh, it's there. Nice. And it feels so smooth. Yeah. <laughs> the Connecticut's very velvety smooth. Is there something beyond and the there's, This is very toothy. <laughs> yeah. when, they, when they say a cigar is toothy, what, is, what does that mean? It doesn't have teeth. What does toothy well, mean? Like I'm holding it up like people are going to see. But it, it has the it's little bumps mm -hmm. on the, the outside of the wrapper leaf, which come from the oils of the, of the tobacco that naturally occur being reabsorbed into the tobacco and all that has to do with growing climate and things like that it's not okay. necessarily aging process um but it's very like you said it's very rough isn't the right word but it's it, it's right. definitely it, it, very rustic textured rustic. you know compared to the other one rustic's a good i like that um you know it's Cameroon is always very naturally sweet. I'm very interested. Mm -hmm. I've yeah, never that's tried right. this this way. So as soon as I had a draw off of it, I was like, "Wow, this is sweet." It's sweet, and it typically has some some spice to it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yep. In the palate, not in the retrohale, but yeah, it's like a sweet spice. And you know, it says here in the book that it, uh, um, toasty, woody tone, and mm -hmm. subtle buttery sweetness. That that's so, totally true. That, 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 yes. I think that gets yeah. there. As soon as I read it, I said that's exactly the kind of sweetness I'm tasting. It's a buttery kind of sweetness. That's toasty. why I'm trying to stash my notebook because I don't want to like. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to influence myself too much. I definitely have notes from oh, I read the last it. time I did it. It's okay. Is that was it's a, yeah, yeah, from the last are? time I did it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought those were your cue cards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not <laughs> that. Useless. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, come on. Stay on script, boy. <laughs> Missed it by that much. You can see the strings being pulled behind me, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Raphael's saying, okay, move on. Time to move on. Listen, <laughs> Raphael's in Spain right now. I can say whatever I want. He's in bed already. He's in bed already. No, just the uh, mm. upon lighting the aroma was just flat out grassy. It was mm. almost like a um, barnyard, you know. So I get more of that from this than I did from the Connecticut. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But traditionally, I feel like Connecticut is described more having that mm. aroma to mm -hmm. it, which is I just think it's a little right. funny that I've got the same exact right, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I do think that there's a lot more grass to this than there was to the sweet hay. Sweet hay. Sweet hay from the USA Connecticut. More grass, butter. Butter definitely. A little there. bit little bit of spice going on, but it's it's very gentle. A little less smoke too, I notice. Like it doesn't mm -hmm. output as much smoke when I and on each draw for me. But yeah. that might just be my you know, the roll on my cigar. Perhaps the, now the burn on both of these has been fantastic. Yeah. We all agree I haven't felt like any Soft oh, spots. I've got a flat. Um, yeah. It's been the the burn's been great on both of these. The burn line is great. I mean, and for cigars that are really rolled for educational purposes, I, I'm impressed with that. Yeah, they. It's funny because we. Um, I don't know. This is like a long time ago now. Uh, <laughs> it was my first uh, sales meeting with the company, and they took us down to the Dominican, and we had part of our meeting 
at the uh, Mendez Tobacco Company, who we, who, mm-hmm. they're our big tobacco partner right. in the Dominican. And they uh, they rolled some Puritos of wrapper leaf for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, or not wrapper leaf, rather, excuse me, of just the tobaccos that we use from them. And uh, the Piloto and the Olor. Mm-hmm. And they made a point to say, you know, we don't roll cigars here. We grow tobacco and we mm. age them. So if they don't smoke great, you know, please understand. Nobody had a problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's like, okay. But um, that was a really unique experience too. And I, I hope we get back there to do that again. Cause that mm. was different. And you really got an appreciation for how tobaccos pair together. Cause those mm-hmm. were more filler tobaccos that we were trying than mm. wrapper leaves. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it was a reason that Olor and, piloto get paired together rather than individually right because uh the allure was great but the piloto was real tough to smoke <laughs> why so it was very harsh okay and like really super dried out my palate like mm, it was it was mm. like it was kind of unpleasant to smoke it right but it's like, you're smoking it straight with those right? right yeah and you can see like oh this is where the strength of dominican mm-hmm. cigars is and then you know, the allure is more of the aroma and the flavor. Mm-hmm. You can see how they pair together well. Right. So it's like, it's almost like the opposite of what we have here tonight, mm. where it's like, this is the wrapper. We're focused on the wrapper. That was focused on just the Just the, the fillers. fillers, yeah. It was, uh, I'm happy I did it, but I'm happy to not ever do it again. <laughs> have they not taken you back to the Dominican again? You know, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the reason. Oh, that's uh, I'm going to be... Blaming everything in my life on COVID for the next eight to ten years. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> Stretch it up for everything. Oh, yeah. Hey, don't worry. Now we got monkeypox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, see, uh, uh, Pat, what are you getting from the uh, Cameroon here? Oh, Pat, you're here. <laughs> so, the... um. Yes. I'm just trying to Pat, collect it. Pat. So, the... Pat. It has more of like a baking spice kind of uh, spiciness to it so it's not like that really intense spice i was getting on the usa connecticut timid spice the cloves and floral is still there but it's more in like the background i'm mm-hmm. getting a lot more like wooden earth that's kind of taking the forefront and then there is like that sweetness to it mm-hmm. um sweetness really comes through on the finish doesn't it yeah and that's the thing so on the retro with the, the usa connecticut that like intense floral note that I was getting had like a sweetness that was kind of mingled with it, but on the can ruin, they're two separate flavors and it's very prominent through the finish. Mm. See, mm. we've got you all excited about trying the, uh, I, oh, yeah, we got to smoke it like a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, now I remember how to do it. <laughs> That's really more the issue. <laughs> That's what she said. Thank you. She says a lot. Really, <laughs> really feeling part of the team, you guys. That's what we do. We spread the love here. Yeah. I appreciate you guys. And there's a little bit more body of the camera, too. Like, the finish lingers a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. I'm getting that butter right off the wrapper. You know, as I put my lips in cigar. Now, maybe you can agree or disagree, but with the scotch, it's almost like a... Get ready for a shell's journey. Um, if you have, a like, a, a, a lobster tail... With a, a slightly salty butter, if that makes mm. any sense. That's what this pairing tastes like. I noticed it didn't cover the Maine lobster tail or Australian lobster tail. <laughs> San Francisco fish market <laughs> right by Pier 39. 
just when you thought you had him. Yeah. He was ready yeah, for the Yeah, man, I, I, I've been spanked. <laughs> man, he, was, he was looking curveball the whole way. Mm -hmm. mm. I noticed it's funny because this is definitely sweeter, but to me it did not cover the peat as much in the scotch. The cigar like got stronger for me. Yeah, I can see that. Um, even as the second, I'm gonna have to try that hall, again and see if either, the, see even if the, the second and third, third hall after uh, it kind of goes away really quick. But if you smoke the drink and take a good haul off of it, I felt like it was a lot stronger. You guys agree? I think that's mm. about right. Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna agree that the the peatiness is still there yeah. more than mm -hmm. than with the Connecticut. Yeah. I think the I think you get more spice. Yep. Yeah. From the Scotch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the peatiness kind of goes into the cigar through the finish too. It goes in the retrohale too. Yeah, it has like more like pronounced woody note, and that sweetness is a lot mm. more intense on the finish. Mm. Like the retrohale is a lot stronger for me now too. Here at all. Hmm. Very good. Yeah, these things really do hold together. I'm like, I'm trying to ash this. I just won't give it up. Yeah. <laughs> Don't force it. Too late. Don't force it. Well, so if you That's remember last time I was here, <laughs> we talked about how I'm a Hi, fast Adam. smoker. Yes. <laughs> and how I'm trying to change that. Yeah. It's like, that's not supposed to look like that. Mm -mm. <laughs> I know that pointy thing means Smoke you're smoking too fast. Too, fast. And ash yep. too often. Mm -hmm. So see, I'm trying. You're... I'm just not there yet. Yeah. I'll be a real boy one day. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it looks more like a nice blunt bellicoso instead of a nice sharp uh, torpedo. There. I mean, you have that going for you. And what I noticed too with the ash burn on the USA Connecticut ash burn. And the Canroon is the Canroon has a little bit more of a darker ash patches on it, where the USA mm, Connecticut does. is just straight white. white. Yeah, that's a really good observation. There, that's true. Let's see if we can do that. Yeah, there we go. Now, you would attribute that to the different soil content, mm -hmm. right? Yep. In Cameroon, definitely versus the uh, Connecticut River Valley. Yeah, the the, the Connecticut Ooh, River yeah. Valley is is you know. One of the most extraordinarily nutrient-rich places, you know, in mm. the world. Especially, it's perfect for tobacco. Right. So it's, uh, you know, I I won't pretend to be familiar with the growing conditions in Cameroon. Right. Right. But but we're clearly seeing it's it's a different. Yeah, a different you're clear, the the ash on the tobacco is going to look complete is not completely different. But it's there's going to be noticeable differences uh, based on the uh, soil content, what's in there, what minerals are in there. Uh, the more magnesium, the more whiter the ash is going to be. Um, both of these so far, though, have had you know a very non-flaky ash. Right. Yes. Um, the ash on these has both been very tight, um, which I like. We're just going like to leave that one alone. Okay. It's all right. He missed one. It's okay. Yeah. He was thinking. He's always about... ready for me, but that's... he was thinking about Mountain Dew. <laughs> that's what she said. 
Boom de boom. Oh God, it's like family. Dave. Dave is like the Tom Bombadil of the group. Bombadil. He's he's you know <laughs> this real powerhouse of a guy, but kind of like speaks in silly terms and songs yeah, right. and everything, and dances around and. And we couldn't do it without. And we couldn't do it without him. <laughs> yep. Unless you're Peter Jackson. <laughs> uh, see you know what's great Nerds. you know what's great you see if, if paul were here he'd just be looking at the camera because he wouldn't he wouldn't get it but now that he's gone we can all actually have these hobbit jokes lord of the rings jokes and actually get it and is pat smiling i can't no. see no, no don't worry he's, he's very stoic did take, you ever did take you ever, on the paul roll have you ever watched those lord of the rings movies no, no. you've no. never watched, watched the lord, lord of the, the rings, rings? Uh -oh. He's a liar. I've watched maybe one of them, but I don't know the character. So that's a no. Well, well he, he wasn't he, in the movie. He wasn't so in the movie. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> was, <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. You know, Peter Jackson, you know, I, whenever you take a, a, a novel and you put it into a movie, you, you've got to take stuff out yeah. because not everything is going to fit with the storyline. And Peter Jackson made the point that Tom Bombadil as great as he was, didn't really further the plot. Mm -hmm. And when you're making a three-hour movie, some things have to be oh, yeah. sacrificed. <laughs> so Tom Bombadil got sacrificed. You know, and I agree with that, with, with, his, with his assessment, that in, in, it, it, he doesn't really move the story Plus, along. if he actually really did the book, there would have been like three hours just in singing. You know, mm. like it would, it would, it, it, there's, there's a lot of songs in that yep. book. Yep. And none of us wanted to hear Sam sing all that much. Oh, that would have been great. What do you mean? I don't know. I, I, I want to hear more about Frodo. He would did a ballad to Frodo. Yeah, he did. It wasn't that great. I can't carry the ring, but I can carry you. I just, I like that I'm not the nerdiest person in the room. That doesn't happen to me often. Thank you, yeah, guys. Yeah, now it's, now it's you know, Pat's on the outside now wondering, who the freak are these guys <laughs> talking about? What's going on here? Opus. <laughs> <laughs> he smiled. There he is. <laughs> you got him on that one. I saw it out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> uh, got him. Oh, my gosh. If only we had some old Toby. <laughs> oh. Toby? Not Toey. I said to Toby, didn't I? Toby. 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 Yes. Well, again, this is From why I'm saying, farthing. Dave, you know, the, the whole Tom Bombadil, you know, he doesn't exactly <laughs> say things right. But he was an awesome or dude. You know. This has turned into a Lord of the Rings fan podcast. Mm -hmm. We can do that. Dumb do. Dumb do. Anyway, um, could be worse. We could be making Jar Jar Binks jokes, but no, please, no, please, please let's not. Yeah, literally anything else. Don't do that. Literally, <laughs> literally anything else. Uh, oh my gosh! I'm still rooting for Darth Binks. I did almost make a Jurassic Park joke earlier when you mentioned. You almost that. made a Jurassic yeah. Park I did, joke. I thought about it and I let it ride, but now that we're going into lord yeah. of the rings territory i feel like i can yeah. circle back well it, that's relevant we should totally do, do, do well you know, listen jurassic park Roar. we were complimented about the quality of the role on the cigars for something like this and my first instinct was to say well we spared no expense ah, mm -hmm. we spared being no expense. there's a new jurassic park movie coming out right movie. but 
It's just out there now. If we're gonna go fantasy, we'll go sci-fi too. Let's okay, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. Is anyone at all here interested in seeing Jurassic Park Dominion? Oh God, no. When yeah. it comes out on TV, something to do on GV, TV, TV, TV. TV. Sorry. You got me in the whole Bombadil mind. Bombadil. Bombadil. So anyway, closing thoughts on the Sumatra then? <laughs> Good save, Adam. Just bringing it back. It's, it's, it's called a segue. It's still, um, this is still, I would say, a more mild uh, cigar that we're smoking. Um, it's definitely more woody. It's got a little bit more... Um, complexity i think than the usa connecticut um but again it, they're not the same at all it's, it's kind of mm. like comparing apples and oranges yeah. i don't want to say anything bad about the usa connecticut i really enjoyed that mm-hmm. um that would have been on so well with the coffee the connecticut yeah would you drink coffee with this i drink coffee with anything but i mean it's just that you can tell that the Connecticut just usually goes exceptionally well with coffee. I would say, I would even dare say, more than other cigars. I don't know. Because usually you get that kind of like citrus, and mm-hmm. you get the citrus in the coffee as well, like that tang, the bitterness, the acidity. It's almost like rye butter toast. I get yeah. it. Butter, toast. Bread. There's definitely a lot of toast. Butter, bread, and barnyard. Mm-hmm. Butter, bread, and barnyard. The three Bs. The triple three B. Bees. The triple B. Triple B. Mm-hmm. Very good. All right. Mm. Let's do one more here. Then we'll take our mm. break. So now we're looking at, we're going to be lighting up the uh, Ecuadorian Connecticut. Why do you think they did not put the Connecticut U.S. and the Ecuadorian Connecticut back to back? Because they're weird. Here we go. These Personally, are two, I think so, that separating them with something that's still mild mm-hmm. and very different kind of keeps it from mentally being the same. Okay. Because if you, I think if you see them side by side, knowing they're both Connecticut shade, they're mine some variety, cigars. they're going to be, you know, similar in your mind mm. right off the bat. In your mind's eye. Before I even like lit mine up, I noticed between the two Connecticut's, the Ecuadorian Connecticut is like a shade darker, darker. than the shade. And it has more of like mm. an oil, oily kind of feel to it. And it's a little bit, I think it's a little bit thicker. It has like less of that, like those bumps on it you get with the Connecticut um, USA. It's, it's more much like smoo- silky. It's much, yeah, silkier smooth instead of getting, velvety smooth. I'm getting that, corn from the cold draw. Notes. I don't mm-hmm. know if anybody did a cold draw, but I'm getting corn. I've forgotten to do that each of the three cigars we've tried. <laughs> I'm real, real good at this, guys. Do you, John? <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hope Kurt's not watching. Mm. <laughs> oh, my. That's good. We're fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, it's going good. Have any it's, going, it's going good. It's so good. <laughs> Have you Come shared on. it with anybody? Have you started a like a share station? I'm responsible for everybody that's watching right now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> clearly, I bring an audience. Um, 
Your milkshakes bring all the boys to the yard. You don't even want to know. <laughs> don't even want to know. I mm-hmm. don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, you got to experience it a little more. Oh. Right, well, Have I'm you ever been experienced? <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't have the hay notes that, that Connecticut does. This has more straight woody notes. Um, there's still a lot of creaminess to it, but it's like a creamy, creamy woody, mm-hmm. and a little bit of earth to yeah. it. There's a lot more earthiness to this. And I, I think I, I really want to emphasize what Pat said. This is vel this is this is silky smooth, whereas the USA Connecticut was more like a velvety smooth. Yeah, there was definitely some texture to There the, was definitely the USA. A, more of a texture yeah. to the USA. Uh, but both are very smooth uh, tobaccos here. Absolutely. And this is a little bit darker, yep. uh, like, like we noticed so before. So, as Pat mentioned, uh, cloud cover shade versus tented shade. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you're going to have more direct exposure to sunlight. Um, and consequently, to me, a little more potent flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Um, not strong again, like still subtle, mm-hmm. but you know, it has that, the, those like kind of cedar notes. Yeah. Little, it's definitely much more cedar in this. Definitely earthier. Mm-hmm. Um, still very creamy, but to my palate, not as like naturally sweet. So, and I think that is the distinction. And I yeah. think maybe why the Cameroon is also in between. Mm-hmm. It's the first two are on the sweeter side. Mm-hmm. And then we're kind of moving away from that as we get into the. Ecuadorian Connecticut. Yeah. Um, doesn't necessarily mean stronger, mm-hmm. but definitely a, a step away from that sweetness. Yeah. Well, that can we can we say there's much more spice in the retro hail with this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no spice for me. No spice for you. Likewise. No spice for you. To me, it's I think the Ecuadorian Connecticut's more creamy to me. It's smoother. It has like a little bit of that hay still. You get a lot more cedar. More oh, smoke, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. So I just smoked the glass. The uh, scotch definitely got sweeter. The smoke got sweeter. And the retrohale was sweet. And then you lose that really floral, good. but you still get like that clove kind of finish. Wow, that was sweet. But that's the reason why, like, when, I'm not really a big Connecticut smoker, but when I do have a Connecticut, I like USA Connecticut because you get I, spice again, like I say all the mm-hmm. time, is what I look for in a cigar. Mm. And the I'll USA the glass, Connecticut's, which spice. before doing this, mm. like, I, I give credit to it. Like, I just thought some, I mean, even before this, I was saying, like, I wonder what the binder and filler Ooh. is because I'm getting, like, this spice. Yeah. But it's the same binder and filler on each cigar. And I don't have that spice now. So there's some. That's like, weird. So you, I get I, I get, get a lot of spice yeah. with this. See, I don't I get, get any. Spice. I get I get definitely, more spice with this one than with the USA. Definitely with you should, you should do a palate too. cleanse, Pat. Are you smoking some bubble gum there, Pat? No, I definitely get um a lot more wood after smoking the glass. Mm-hmm. It also almost expands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you saying like spice expand. on the palate or spice? No, on the in the retro. retro. See, I have a smooth retro. I have nothing on the retro. I have some spice on the palate, but I have no spice in the retro. Uh, did you smoke the glass yet? No. So well, I, that, I'm getting a lot of spice on the retro from after. No, it, ma- but, it makes my nostrils tingle. Yeah. But I'm with on Pat, the cigar itself, 
Or yeah. are you doing the drink because on the cigar? I, I'm not. I'm keeping the drink as the last thing I do, so I can just get the wrapper from the cigar, and I'm I'm getting zero spice on it. Well, I guess it would be from the drink because as yeah, as I'm doing it, as I'm doing it, you know, further and further away from taking a sip, it's going away. What are you are you getting spice out of? <laughs> Definitely more so than the USA, but. I think it might be from after I smoked the glass. Okay. But I'm, I'm with Pat. I get no spice uh, out of the retro hell or the palate. <gasps> mm. Well, that's, that's Did you we're usually you not so split like this. I know. That's it's very weird. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, like if I do like a hundred percent smoke retro hell, I get no spice though. Crack, but there's <laughs> again, you know, there's like 13 different cigars here that you guys use. Yes, the Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper. Yeah, on. what most, are some of the more popular? Well, most prominently, Reserva Real and Monte Cristo White Series. Okay, um, I mean, flagship A, flagship B. So, you know, why you know. do the flagships not use the USA? What What is the yeah, appeal of the, of the Ecuadorian yeah. Connecticut for the flagships? So, <laughs> and not, not talking just U.S. versus, but, you know, here's, <laughs> here's yes. the difference. I mean, you've got the U.S. Connecticut is, is the most expensive, one of the most expensive I mean, rappers there are. US the so, mostly on the head. But. So, you know, you would think that if you were going to come out with a flagship, that would be it. And here it's reversed. So I, I'm interested to know if there's some kind of rationale that you might have. So a lot of it has to do with availability. Okay. Our farm in Connecticut is only so big. And mm -hmm. You know the way the weather is in New England. It can, oh, yeah. You can be, shift very quickly, and mm -hmm. growing seasons can be very short. Right. Even compared to, you know, tobacco doesn't necessarily require the longest growing season. But, right. you know... You're not going to get a lot of turns out mm -hmm. of the soil in one season. Right. And there's just more availability of the Ecuadorian Connecticut. So with something that is made in the volume, I mean, our de the demand for Real and Whites is always sky high. Sky high. So if we want to keep a steady pipeline, you know, we have to select the right tobacco to use that Right, what's um, most available? I mean, frankly, the the like we talked about the or I mentioned earlier the Monty White Vintage Connecticut. Mm -hmm. It's my probably my favorite cigar from my company I've ever smoked. Mm -hmm. You know, which is somebody who's not a big Connecticut shade guy. That's mm -hmm. you know an interesting thing for me to say. Mm -hmm. But again, that's a you know it's an available product, but it's limited by the size of the farm and you know the amount of stuff we use that tobacco on. We can't go too crazy with it. Right. Whereas with the Ecuadorian Connecticut, <laughs> there are, you know, just there's more acres, right? Like there's more acreage, and our growing partners in Ecuador that we that we work with right. are able to get us a bigger yield. Mm. Uh, you know, even on some of our newer Connecticut products, like the Henry Clay Warhawk, right? You know, it it's so it's not just the flagship stuff, but mm -hmm. it, there's definitely a lot in our portfolio that goes right. to it. Um, our new uh, H up and classic uses it as well. Mm. Um, so there's, I mean, it's consistently used most often. Uh, I would say out okay. of anything we make. Awesome. All right. Uh, at this point, we're going to take a little bit of a break. We got four more cigars to go. Oh. All right. And, uh,
Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more rappers and more yeah. rapper talk and more educational stuff from Adam here. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All, All right, right, Dan. We're good. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging in there. Welcome back to Not Just Blowing Smoke. We got Adam Nigerian from Altidus with us tonight. Thanks for being with us again and for bringing these packs. Thank you for having me. This is the Know Your Rapper series from Altidus, and it features seven little cigars. They're, what, Corona size? Yeah, I would say, roughly. Yep. <clears throat> seven different uh, Corona size-ish cigars, with each with a different wrapper, same binder filler. Um, what the binder filler is, we don't know, but uh, they don't tell you in the uh, pack either. So there you go. But um, mm. the whole idea here is to help get you familiar with different wrappers and how they affect the cigar, how they look different, how they feel different, how they smoke different. And we are smoking the fourth cigar in the package right now. This is the Criollo um, pack here. So, or did I say that right? That's how I say it. Criollo. Okay. I'm white. Don't hold it against me. No, um, you got it right. You're double L from okay. Why? You got it Scratch right. Scratch that privilege. Listen, <laughs> listen to these clowns. Yeah. You, got it. you got it in one. So we're lighting this up. We've already filled, refilled the drinks here. What are you guys picking up from the cigar itself? What are you picking up from the wrapper, and how is it different from the others that we've had so far? So now, oh. Go ahead, Pat. So now this is um when I start getting into like a syrupy sweetness. Mm -hmm. When I have a cigar, it's like a very thick prominent sweetness um there is some black pepper that's on it's not like a sensational spice in the retro hill but it's like on your palate you have a nice black pepper and um tingles the tip of the tongue mm -hmm. mm. that was for you dave mm. and then some like really like rich dark wood <laughs> that's what she said there it is mm. so i i remembered to take a cold draw on this one mm, right. before i lit it which um might as well let's see if now. we got the same thing uh, I got like a like a dark chocolate or a cocoa, and when I lit it, it hit me right on the tip of the tongue with wood like woody spice, mm. and that black pepper kind of tingle on the front of my palate. Definitely so, wood spice and black pepper are what yeah. I'm getting now. As I'm yep, lighting up. It's definitely the most complex of any of the ones we've smoked so far. Mm -hmm. Like, and I think we're gonna see a big jump now mm. as we go on with the complexity and the flavors kind of really kicking in and as the strength goes up a little bit. The finish seems to evolve, too. It gets more peppery and spicy the longer you've gone from smoking the cigar. It's like that develops on the lips mm -hmm. yep. long yep. after you've taken a draw on the cigar. Do you guys agree? Yep. You know, one of the things that... um is recommended when we do this. I, I tend to not do it. Um, Why am I not? Because I'm a rebel. Uh, rebel. But it's one of the things Adam that actually the rebel. Travis has recommended <laughs> to me. And having done it, it is it is very interesting. Is yeah. like kind of closing your eyes, letting the smoke kind of sit on your palate. Thank you. I'm just, just, I'm, oh, just, it's just sitting there on I'm my just, palate. I'm talking through it. It's fine. Okay. Let it um, and let it happen. slowly exhale the smoke out. And see how it changes the experience. And to me, this the Criollo tobacco has that long, peppery finish, like you're mm -hmm. talking about. Like mm -hmm. as uh, like as I exhale the smoke, it's the, the pepper on my palate builds up. 
you know yep. and it's really highlighted when you when you really focus on the the flavors and the strength of the tobacco you like it's a different experience mm -hmm. and this one definitely has a kick compared now, to the other two. again this one is done with much fewer cigars mm -hmm. in the altadis portfolio than the usa or the yes. ecuadorian connecticut yep um why is that the case this so, i mean this is this is a really good great tobacco here yes and it, it's funny to see things go from like literally a dozen or 13 examples to like three or four to three or four yeah. yeah um honestly to me and this is just i mean my opinion this is a pretty particular tobacco and i think you have to be careful with what you blend it with mm -hmm. to balance out the complexity a little bit right because i i mean nobody wants something that's one note but you also don't want to be so all over the place that it's hard to kind of pin down what you're about right um and this tobacco does tend to be stronger and there's not a lot we do in that medium plus mm. range you know that would call for something like this in the complexity do you have a favorite that uses this in oh, the, the portfolio the espada the espada yeah um it, it's that cigar came and that, out. By that's a Monte Cristo, right? Monte Cristo yep. Espada, yep. Um, and that's uh, rolled by the Placencias in Nicaragua. Mm. It's a Nicaraguan Puro. It was the first all Nicaraguan Monte Cristo. Um, there are now more than one. But um, that actually came out my last year in retail, right before I came over to work for Altidus. Mm -hmm. And that thing, I mean, just hit like dynamite, and it continues to sell amazingly well. Because it is complex and it is fuller bodied and it is, you know, it's a totally different experience. Mm. And you're maybe your Monte Classic and Monte White guy is looking for what the Espada gives him, but it reaches out to a lot of different consumers. And I'm actually really interested to see how this goes with. That's interesting. The smoke output on this is much less. And then even with the ash, like so, Criollo is one of the like Cuban seed crops mm -hmm. and obviously when you think of Cuban cigars you get like that kind of patchy kind of black ash mm -hmm. which obviously it's not going to Cuba so you're not mm -hmm. getting like that patchy blackness but there is a little bit more black spots on there's this more black than spots, the other ones yeah. yep it is definitely the closest tobacco to Cuban tobacco that we use um both like with the appearance, like you were saying, Pat, but also with the seed lineage and things like that. Like it's definitely a closer to Cuban. What do you think of the uh, how it does to the the changes it makes to the alcohol there, uh, Shell? So I got a um, a burst of like a yeast note, like a sour dough sort of notes mm. with the with smoking the glass. I initially got like a a a sour note on the retro hill just with the cigar alone, but um, the the scotch brings out a nice sourdough, bready yep. note to it. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. I can get behind that. Me too. Pat, do you agree? Mm. Or are That's you a little off on to another it. planet? A little burn. Mm, mm. Yeah, so the, the drink definitely <laughs> does have kind of like this doughy flavor. It's, mm -hmm. it's the cigar is kind of bringing that peat back a little bit. Mm -hmm. And like that black pepper flavor on the palate through the cigar is also through the finish on the drink as well. Yeah, mm. totally agree. Mm. Oh, lots of campfire wood. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's more like a smoky wood flavor on mm. the cigar here that I'm getting. Yep, definitely after smoking the glass. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Smoky wood, some pepper. It settles that pepper a little, though. Yep, it does. It settles it down a little bit, but it's still there. Mm -hmm. And it, it is really interesting how long it develops mm -hmm. on your lips after you've uh, let the cigar go. You know, I can Did still I can still taste it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So so far, between these four wrappers, um what would you say is the major difference between this and the other three? I'm getting much less sweetness. Yes. Than I saw than I found in the other ones for sure. It has, it, I think the like the woodiness, like the cedar mm -hmm. flavor, has kind of been across the. Yeah, cedar yeah. notes have been kind of across the board. But to me, that sweetness drops so far off with this. No, for sure. I mean, no sweetness, no cream. I'm just getting earth mm. and wood mm. and the spice. Does that does that please you, Broadleaf? We're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> I know. Three so, more to go, bro. Listen, we're getting there, okay? I promise. Well, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so maybe we should move on then. I mean, yeah, we can. I mean, well, I'll, I'll, hold on. I want, I want to hear what Pat and you have to say about the same thing, Dave. So, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dave, for that brilliant insight. <laughs> Pat. Yeah, it's interesting because, like, once I lit it's interesting. All okay, right, thank yeah. you. Let's go. It's great. It's interesting. <laughs> Moving on. Once I've lit the cigar up, like, I had like that kind of syrupy sweetness I was talking about. But when the cigar started heating up, like a quarter of an inch in, like that sweetness was completely gone. Mm. It just got replaced by like a really rich dark wood, like some espresso bitter on the finish, and like that black pepper. Mm. Yeah, the finish is definitely the strongest of the four we've smoked total so far. Mm. Yeah. Right. Are we ready to go to the next one here? I think so. The Habano. 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 All right. Let's pull this out. And we turn the page in the book here. Turn the page. Turn the page. And again, it's a million different cigars. It is. You know what's funny? It's the pages that are on the left have Always millions of, the, of cigars. <laughs> Any wrapper that's on the right side of the page, it's one, two, three cigars. That's it. Well, it's like that's opening funny. your hymnal to the... It is, it's, but it's, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird how that is. Going on. So Habano, again, is very, very popular Habano. across the uh, Altidus line and here. This is when you start getting like it's that It's also really, grown everywhere, dude. You start getting like that potent like tobacco smell and you smell the cigar. Wow, I smell tobacco. I generally do when I light a cigar. I get a lot of fun right, here. Everybody be nice. <laughs> mm, what do you get for cold rods? Oops. Somebody tell me. I did it again. Mm. <laughs> Thanks for you. Get a lot of earth. Some mineral. Mineral. Mineral earth. Yeah. Mineral earth. Mm -hmm. Um. There's a little bit of sweetness there. I got nothing. I can't do cold draws. <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah. No. Brother's a cold case. Okay, let's light it up and find out what's going on here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what she said. Mm -hmm. She's a very eager person. <laughs> I just want to lick that. See? <laughs> well, I'm not sure I'd want to lick this one, but, well, maybe. Mm. So 
silver. <laughs> I thought you wanted gold. You didn't see that coming, did you? <laughs> I'm working right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, definitely a lot more hay. Um, some of that citrus-like grassiness. Um, citrus grassiness. You dropped your orange in the yeah. grove. It definitely like started IPA sweeter than mm. I thought it would. Because mm -hmm. I always associate Habano with that bold, spicy flavor. Yeah. Mm. And my first couple puffs were oh, a lot yeah. sweeter than I oh, thought it would there's be. There's the spice. But I'm going to guarantee another quarter of an inch in, and it's just going to open up. And right the spice up. is yeah. going to open up yeah. there. Yeah, I can get the spice on the mouthfeel, like let it sit for a minute, and then it's like, boom. Mm. Well, cedar sweetness, I definitely get from this. Um, mm. Is anyone picking up like like some light coffee flavors? A little like, bit, like, like a morning grounds. blend. Just yeah. a bit, yeah. 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 Not, that's not, more, maybe that's more like what I was trying to say is like the citrus, you know, like a mm -hmm. morning blend is very, like that mild. Yeah. Like a coffee kind of acidic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, probably a better, better Coffee flavored coffee. Mm -hmm. Well, like a morning blend, not not really, you know. No, that uh, that barnyard, that hay is just all over. Yeah. yeah. It's like an IPA But there's hay. no, none of that creamy sweetness at all. Got a little bit of cream for me. Really? Yeah, I, just I get lightly. But it's not, not the same kind of no, cream no, from, no. from the Connecticut, right, though. Right, no, yeah. and I, not I, the same kind at no. all. I think it's going to see its way out, too, pretty quick. Mm-hmm. I'm still with this one not getting near as much smoke as with some of the others. Um, the burn is going great. Yeah. The ash is nice and white, and you know the 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 wrapper too. Mm -hmm. You know as you run your hand along it, mm -hmm. it's it's not as toothy as the Cameroon was, but it's got a lot more tooth to it than everything else that we've smoked. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's it's much more. Um, it it's it's rustic rustic it's rustic definitely rustic. a drier feel to it mm -hmm. and yes that's true too it, it is a drier feel some of the other tobaccos yeah. especially the uh uh ecuadorian connecticut had a little more oily silkiness yeah. to them this is much I drier saved that one. do you the guys get the uh even even the the sheen from it, it it's much more of a matte yeah versus an oily sheen mm -hmm. i'm getting the last get two a um a very tight draw mm -hmm. is that due to construction or just a thicker leaf or yes yes it's definitely a construction yeah. thing i mean the the smoke output can have a lot to do with the leaf too but it's mostly a construction thing mm. well, this is the one i've got the least smoke out of so far yeah so me, me too so that might have something to you know might be more associated with the leaf than we think right. So my mouthfeel has been like, uh, like if I take a minute away from the cigar, my mouth just starts to build up this baking spice. I can go with that bit of an allspice sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, there you go. Start getting some nuttiness on the palate, which might be what the cream kind of was that we were saying. Mm. Yeah, nutty cream. <clears throat> I'm getting very, very little smoke. Very less. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, smoking, that was... smoking the glass is very difficult. Um, 
not really a lot there at all. That said, I think it really, it doesn't really cut through the peat, but it really amps up the sweetness mm. of the scotch. I didn't get enough smoke to smoke. <clears throat> yeah, sit, sitting on the palate, that sweetness. Is yeah, pronounced. the sweetness, the sweetness really builds on. On the back end, that peat just pops right back mm -hmm. up. Definitely. Mm. Yep, a little burn. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I'm not getting a lot of smoke from this at all. I'm getting I'm getting smoke. No problem. Mm. Mm. Yep. All right, major difference between the Habano and the others. They're smoking the glass, I'm getting that that mineral you kind of mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. It's very metallic. Yeah, I can get that. Much less complex, I feel like, than the Cruzado. Yeah, it's, much, it's less, much like, less complex. I'm here, and I'm just going to be this strong and bold. And mm -hmm. yeah. This is definitely know. like the most earthy. This is the black coffee of these so far. Just straightforward. Mm -hmm. Like a morning blend. Right? Yeah. Pat? Yeah, it's one of those, like, Habano. This is probably the first time I've had a... Habano wrapper that was in the small of a Vitola. So it's it's very forward, like it's not mm -hmm. really deep and complex. You know, it's like woody spice, kind of like this nutty cream texture to it. And then like an espresso finish. Mm -hmm. And there's not like on the other cigars, I, I've you know been able to kind of sit there and like distinguish other flavors in the background. This one doesn't really have many background flavors, which the you know, I, I, the other tobaccos in the cigar really can't speak. Cause it's a strong wrapper, so it's um, yeah, it's another tobacco we use often too. Like you were talking yeah. about with all of those right selections. I mean, it's and it's every blend too. It's Monty, it's Romeo, it's H. Mm. and some of our portfolio items like our Saint Louis Ray. So yeah. it's, I mean, well, Habano is all the rave, you know. I so. mean, it it it's one of those things too that everything that it is on sells well. So right. it's not like it's a it's a you know, because I feel like it seems to me, I think it's fair to say we've all been a little harsher on mm -hmm. it than the other ones, mm -hmm. but there's got to be something here if it's, I mean, a couple dozen. Well, I think it speaks, like to the, used on. it speaks to the, the blending that's done because like, for one, I'm a huge Habano smoker. So having just, you know, this, you know, by Petit Corona, I don't, I don't know what size you'd call it i think it's petite corona but um it the wrapper is really the forefront it's not blended to complement that wrapper so you're just getting like the expression of just like the habano itself and mm -hmm. i think that again it's a very strong potent tobacco like i said like when i was sniffing it it's really potent so you know really good blending can make that really speak more and i think mm -hmm. that's why it's used in so many lines because it's a great tobacco that goes well with other tobaccos mm. getting like a mineralistic sourdough on the mouth finish you guys agree yeah definitely metallic mm -hmm. yeah all right let's move on to the sumatra can, can you feel it? Shall we get close? Oh, I, I can feel it. 
<laughs> I can feel it. All right, this mantra here again, falling in line with the Altidus paradigm. Or that page right they're, page. They're printing. They're printing uh, page. This is something that's only used on three different cigars. At least that's what the pictures are. Yeah, that's what the picture says. Yeah. Actually, so <laughs> realistically, there are three there, but it's actually four. <gasps> Ooh, that's a game. I'm not liars. No, 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 liars. <laughs> I'm not supposed to say anything. There is a misprint. Oh. Could any of you flip back the other pages and see which one is incorrect? All I can see now is like Anakin in that meme, and he's like liar. <laughs> oh, <dang. Nerd>. <laughs> <laughs> what what are you um totally ignoring all that so what, what are we what are we getting from the cold draw shit oh not shit no i wasn't what are we getting from the cold draw couldn't tell you <laughs> barnyard whole bunch of barnyard yeah a lot of barnyard earth That's what she said. There it is. Uh, aren't you glad I'm back? <laughs> mm. It's okay. Definitely more it. earthy. Definitely a little bit of a of a citrusy kind of tinge on the uh, finish. Um. Like citrus and pepper, kind of a thing. I'm trying very hard not to look at the notes on the page. I may be. Don't cheat. I'm not cheating. I haven't looked at all. I we all know that, Dave. <laughs> Cat's out of the read. bag. Here we go. It's not that he hasn't It's not that he hasn't looked. It's that he hasn't learned how to read. Oh yeah, that's right. Shh. That was my secret. <laughs> <laughs> now they know my shame. Oh. Pat, I'm gonna start calling you the chipmunk. What? <laughs> what? Chipmunk. It's fat yeah. cheeks. Yeah. Storing it up for the winter. Definitely getting a real <laughs> nutty spice. Yeah, a lot of but what are you, what are you, Pat? What are you getting from this? You, you do a really good job of like holding the tobacco on your palate for a while and letting it out. What are you, what are you getting? <laughs> no, everybody does that. So it has like on the palate and through the retro, it's a very dry smoke to me, and it has like a nice like woodiness to it, mm. nuttiness. It does have a little bit more sweetness than the habano. And then through the finish, it kind of makes you like salivate because it gets kind of like this savory, sweet, kind of creamy wood, I want to call it. Mm -hmm. So it's now we're getting back to more of like that complex kind of tobacco. I'm yeah. getting a lot of spice on my palate. I'm getting a lot of spice on the palate. Again, kind of, kind of a lemon pepper. Yeah, lemon. More lemon for me. More mineral, like uh, mineral lemon. So this is my favorite tingles leaf. on the lips sumatra really yeah why so um i like the the complexity of that nutty spice mm -hmm. without adding a whole ton of strength that's so mm -hmm. um you know i think it's it's it just pairs well i think also with a lot of other tobaccos so i i, I we don't use it on a lot we use it on four total products 
and the most popular one is the uh, H. Upman A.J. Fernandez. Okay. The uh, the light blue label. Yep. And um, you know that's been one of my favorite cigars we've made for a while. Uh, it's also used on the Aging Room Original, okay. which is the old uh, what used to be called the F55. The F55. So yeah. That that's was a great one, cigar. That was the one that got was it number three or number two? Yep. Uh, the year it came out um, in aficionado. So, you know, and that's, to me, it lends itself to a lot of, you know, you get a competent blender, you can do a lot with it. Mm -hmm. And I like it a lot. Ooh, the retro ale. Ooh. Ooh, tingle. Tingle, tingle. This is the best retro ale yet. Almost made It's me definitely a very complex wrapper. It's got a lot going on. Mm -hmm. Um, much better smoke output too. Much better smoke output. I remember when I was doing the smoking the glass with the habano, it was like half that much smoke and mm -hmm. you could almost see through it. And now we've got this cloud, you know, really dense cloud inside. This might be the best smoke output. I got some pretty good output with the uh, the Connecticut leaf. Yeah. yeah, the Connecticut's I think are definitely up there with this, but this I don't disagree about it being right Best there so far. I mean, yeah. look at that. That's wow, that's freaking so amazing. What is Ooh, sweet, sweet again. How do you think it changes the uh, Lenfiddich Twelve? Getting a lot of yeast, that bready note again. Especially on the finish. Yeah. I mean, like where I used to get that peak kick, it was yeah. like very, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Totally cuts through the peat. Mm -hmm. It's almost like a sourdough kind of, a sweet sourdough kind of a finish on the scotch. At mm -hmm. least for me. Yeah. Anybody else feel I'll something feel along that line? Sweet, yeah. It's definitely got a sweetness added to it. And smoking it after having the drink, too, kind of mellows, to me, mellows that spice. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, the retrohale is almost gone. And, and it's just like more of that like nuttiness is forward for me. After the after the drink, your nuts are forward. Well, you know, teachers are. I don't judge. <laughs> See, I get like on the finish from after sipping the Glen Fittage, I get kind of like a mint note on the finish, mm -hmm. and then like a like a musty cedar that's left in the palate, like an Dank. aged cedar. Dank cedar. Dank musty. Mm. Home Depot cut kind of cedar, <laughs> right? Right there. That's, that's a little more fresh. It's a little more fresh. As we talked about, a too fresh for you, Shell. <laughs> this is not that fresh. <laughs> As we uh, a couple of you guys mentioned, you know, aged, you know, products that I got from the initial draw, like a nice dry aged meat. You know, it's kind mm -hmm. of grainy and and uh, like. That's the word I'm looking for. As as we know, with certain types of animals are given a certain type of feed, um, organics are giving more of a you know a certain kind of grain. And that's what I'm getting. That different type of grainy, if you mm. for, as opposed to a natural steak and a grain fed. Mm -hmm. I'm getting a much more potent aroma from the smoke too. Yeah. Than the other uh, tobaccos mm. that we've tried so far. Wouldn't you say yeah. it's much more potent? Some black walnut, mm. lots of cedar. Yeah, there's a strong cedar spice mm. 
to the uh, aroma here. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Dark cedar spice. So dark. All right, I think we've come to it. Yep. We've come to it now. We've come to the end. So next time on um, Not Just Blowing Smoke. <laughs> wait, wait, what happened? <laughs> we now return to Connecticut. Is this USA Connecticut? This is from the same Gershaw Farms as the USA Connecticut, Connecticut shade. Broadleaf. I what feel is like, the difference I feel like between... we should have coordinated that, by the way, like uh, Jimmy Kimmel used to do, like, apologies to my guest, Matt mm. Damon, who we couldn't get on tonight, and just done that to show with the Broadly. Now, look at that. how does this feel compared to the Dark other, and lovely the other uh, mm. rappers? Just all rough. Really it's all it's rough. It's kind of lumpy. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have the teeth that the Cameroon does, but it's still very, it's still a little bit rough. Oh, yeah. It's it's got a, a little bit it's a little bit more veiny. Now is the difference between so Connecticut bro broadleaf and Connecticut shade the fact that just is it the same plant grown out from under the the so uh, yes. shade or is it a different kind of plant? So there are two main differences. Okay. Uh, the don't forget the cold bar. I didn't. Thank you. So the. Shade grown, obviously grown under the cheesecloth shade. Right. And the broadleaf is grown out directly in the sun. Okay. And the uh, shade is uh, picked by primates. Okay. Right. So they go down the or uh, the plant a couple different ways. Okay. And they pick certain number of leaves at a time till they get down, you know, to no leaves left on the stalk. Mm -hmm. Whereas the broadleaf, they generally do one priming. And then a few days later, we'll go out and then cut the stalk of the mm. plant. Mm. Uh, and it will hang in the barn from the stalk rather than gathered into hands and hang that way in the curing barns. Right. Uh, and what this does is it gives the nutrients that are in the mm. stalk of the plant additional time to go into the leaves. Mm -hmm. Makes the leaves uh, a little, have a little bit more Beefy. You know, strength mm -hmm. as well as a richer flavor. And to me... Like, this will have, I mean, it's the oiliest of the tobaccos. Like, you can tell just even by looking at it. It does have a little bit of that sheen on it. And it'll definitely be the the boldest and richest of the tobaccos mm. uh, that we use in wrapper leaves. Uh, and I'm... And again, there now there's a large quantity of cigars that are listed There here. is. Going all the way back to really... One of the first broadleaf Ooh, cigars, spice. that Henry Clay. Mm -hmm. That original Henry Clay, that all broadleaf oh. firecracker. <laughs> Shell's <clears throat> home, oh. everybody. <laughs> yep. Welcome home, Shell. It's good to be here. So what are you picking up, um, Brother Broadleaf, from this broadleaf? So right off the bat, you know, I got a natural sweetness just on that first draw. Mm -hmm. And just spice explosion on the retro house. Just so robust. Oh, yeah. So spicy. It's like white and black pepper. Mm. It's beautiful. Mm. How's the smoke output? It's beautiful. <laughs> you look like you're about to cry. I am. Tears <laughs> of joy. A lot of. It's been waiting all night. A lot of, a lot of cocoa too. He's been real patient. Yeah, cocoa, earth, yep, lots of coffee. Earth, yes. mm -hmm. And there is real natural sweetness to it, like yeah. a, kind of like a black grape kind of sweetness. 
doesn't taste like black grape at all, but it's the, that's kind of the not the overly depth sugary. Of, but yeah, there's a lot. Going there's on. a lot going on. Very very nice. I'm looking forward to smoking the glass with this. Yes. And bring it over here. Make sure all the smoke's gone from the previous ones. <clears throat> so, as we're doing that, maybe smoking the glasses. What what's the major difference between this and some of the other tobaccos that we've smoked tonight insofar as like strength flavor or just... yeah flavor profile um uh to my palate it's like the the sweetest maybe outside of the cameroon mm -hmm. but again not a sugary you know cloying sweetness like it's it's a little different it's like that spice sweet you get from a raisin or something Mm -hmm. but not raisiny. I find that uh, the I think there's just the thickness of the leaf too. It'll be a lot thicker than the other leaves that we Yeah, this is the thickest of the leaves, certainly. And that definitely kind of changes the experience a little bit. Okay. This is, I'm having a little bit of a tight draw on mine, so the smoke output is maybe not as much as others. But. Likewise, yeah. All right, so this, this leaves a lot of the peat there. Yeah, but I was going to say. It adds a lot of sweet. darker sweetness to it. Yeah, I was going to say a sweet peat. Sweet peat. Mm -hmm. That's nice. And so, again, a lot of mineral, very metallic. Mm -hmm. Which is that, you know, that region... Mm -hmm. That's what that's known for. Yeah. You know, a lot of times, I don't think so much on, on this in particular, but there are some parts of the river valley where you can almost, you know, hold, you know, the broadleaf where you mm -hmm. can hold it up and almost see right. like it's got a little like a metallic to it, yeah. fleck to it mm -hmm. in there. You know, like it's very, very mineral rich and it really shows out in the tobacco. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Like, and you can does. even just see from the, like, when you look straight at the ash, which I know is probably hard for viewers to do, mm -hmm. but you can see how much thicker the wrap leaf is compared yeah. to the other Yeah, one. yeah. Like, it's I mean. definitely it is, the thickest of the it seven is we've definitely had. definitely right yeah, there. Very hardy, and, yeah. mm -hmm. and that's that total sun-grown, mm. you know, experience from Connecticut mm. that you get. Well, you know, hats off to, you know, all that is here for, you know, all seven of these cigars have burned really, yeah, really consistently. There haven't been any issues with these. No. Some have produced more smoke than others. Yep. Um, maybe that's tightness of rolling, but I, I have a feeling some of that has to do with the different kinds of tobacco that are used yeah. here. Yeah, I mean, it would have to almost at this point. Yeah, like different is, tobaccos burn differently. So, And mm -hmm. this is definitely, you know, with Broadleaf, it it's like Lajero with yep. that higher combustion point. And it burns real slow, and you got to work yep. to keep it lit. So, yep, it's um, like but this is the toughest roll I've had. And if I had bought this, I wouldn't be upset about it. Mm -hmm. You know, it would just no, be, oh, not a little at all. tight. Yeah. All right, like it is how it goes sometimes. And um, mm. yeah, I think it's it really is. You know, like I said, Travis and our folks down at uh, TDG did a lot of good hard work on this. Stuff, yeah, for sure. absolutely. Mm. Pat, what are your thoughts on the broadleaf here? On the palate, you get like a really dark, rich, unsweetened chocolate, mm -hmm. and then through the finish, it becomes like it's it's like a sweet earth kind of espresso type flavor. There is a little bit of mineral there, mm. and then it, it's just like a really 
deep, long finish. Yeah, it really, it really lingers on the tongue. It doesn't have that, uh, you know, the. It was the habano that really kind of left that spice, right? Yeah, that I was yep, talking yep. about. That kind of pepper that kind of built on your lips afterwards. This doesn't have that, but there's. It's definitely uh, that rich, dark, deep flavor just kind of hangs on your, on your palate. Mm -hmm. Not so much on your lips, but on your palate, and. Um, very very flavorful. I, I I love how it affects the scotch too. Um, yeah, that was you're really still, interesting. You're still enjoying the peat. Um, now this is not a heavy peated scotch, mm -hmm. no. you know, but you're still enjoying that smokiness. But I the 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 deep sweetness that the cigar introduces to the scotch just I think really amplifies some of the richer flavors that are in the scotch there. And um, I, I'm really enjoying that pairing. It's probably my favorite pairing between the seven cigars. Do you guys have a favorite pairing from the seven cigars we've had tonight? Oh, yeah. We've smoked seven cigars tonight. <laughs> well, okay. Like <laughs> most of seven. Some of seven. Some cigars. of seven. You can see how we started out smoking more of it, too. And then mm. kind of as we went along, realized it's taking too long. Well, there's, <laughs> there's that. But I mean, it's, it's interesting how it's, how it's gone. I mean, you know, it's. Uh, um the uh cameroon is the one i i apparently smoked the most of yeah i don't know if it's because that burned the easiest or if it was because i really enjoyed it so much. I, that's noticeably more than so than the i others. noticed i smoked more of the lighter like mm -hmm. the connecticut's and the and the and the cameroon than yeah. i did the other ones and i think that speaks to like kind of looking for the flavors a little harder on the lighter stuff for my palate the way the way i tend to smoke yeah i like that. stronger cigars yeah. so you think with that the lighter also... ones i was trying to i totally dig that it. i th i think that's i think that's true do you think also it might have to do with the burn rate of the wrapper mm -hmm. like we, we know that we know that broadleaf burns much slower and i think as the wrappers get thicker you're you're seeing that happen. Well, and that's definitely what happened too, right? Because Connecticut Shade and Cameroon are tend to be delicate tobacco, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know Sumatra can be as well, but much less so than the first three. Right. So, in my mind, thinner, more delicate tobacco that's going to burn faster. Right. There's no other way around it. Mm. You have a much lower combustion temperature, so it will uh, it will always be a little quicker. Mm. I would say my favorite pairing is the Connecticut, the first, the first one, the first, the, the USA Connecticut and yep. the and the drink. Yep. But my favorite cigar is oh, hands down the Broadleaf. Oh yeah. But why why did that pairing not match the? <laughs> well, I mean, it was just uh, I feel like the what you got out of the cigar versus the change in the drink with the smoking of it was the most prominent to me. Mm -hmm. You know. And that was that was really enjoyable, and not so much with the broadleaf, uh, but the uh, the just judging the cigars, mm -hmm. the broadleaf was definitely my favorite. Do you guys feel like this was educational for you Absolutely. doing all these things in a row Absolutely. like this? Yes. What's what's changed about your perception of these different wrappers as a result of having done this? Well, I found for myself that you know the complexity of a Connecticut or the Cameroon are a lot more than I 
would believe there would be. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of people are intimidated by a rapper. A mm-hmm. lot of people think a darker mm-hmm. rapper means it's going to be too spicy for them or too robust. But um, even pairing with the drink, and like my favorite pairing is the Connecticut shade, the USA Connecticut and the Scotch, because they both complement each other very well. Brought so much flavor, mm-hmm. as opposed to you know the the darker shades where it was almost a contrast. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pat, what about yourself? What, did you learn anything or did you just everything? <laughs> you like already know everything. You're still my little Padawan, so be careful. That's what she said. <laughs> just abusing that button tonight, huh? <laughs> He's not smiling at all. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> it's it's kind of So cute. I think my uh, favorite Anakin pairing <laughs> is probably yeah. the Croyo. Yeah. Yeah. but um that that leaf you know but um <laughs> that leaf let me tell you that leaf, that leaf just wow wow so it it just i think it's just because i the, the like wrapper itself to me has a lot of like complexity to it and then you know through like just like the first quarter of an inch like that sweetness changed right and usually the more complex cigars i have that's typically the wrapper and i think with the scotch it added like a really nice kind of sweet peat kind of note to it to the finish mm-hmm. um and then i mean a close second is going to be the usa connecticut for the, you know echoing the reasons why shell appreciated it because it's just the the scotch seemed to be like the ideal pairing for that cigar right but when it, it comes was very municipal but when it comes to the <laughs> complexity i'll go with the creole mm-hmm so did you did you learn to appreciate the the differences between the rappers more as a result of this? Yeah, because it's you know you don't really get the opportunity to sit down and smoke seven different rappers because that would probably cost you a hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it is very it is a unique experience just seeing with the, especially like if you wanted to have the same binder and filler on seven diff- different you know wrappers you're not going to get that right so right. i think being able to just distinguish the difference the wrappers making in that one blend mm. is huge and i think you know all of us kind of agreed that the, each one was very even the, the two different connecticut's were very different yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And that very surprised true. me i think the most out of anything right? mm. like just how different the connecticut's how different were the connecticut's were yeah mm. you know and and that's something i mean i knew going in having done this before but sure it still surprises me every time mm-hmm. you know because in my mind because it's connecticut seed it's connecticut well that's, that's the thing. it's, it's still it's connecticut, grown connecticut. it's, it's connecticut. a usa connecticut seed yeah. that's grown in ecuador yeah. right under the cloud versus and you can just taste the difference of the a the soil and b cloud cover versus cheesecloth yeah. cover yeah mm-hmm. the more consistent cheesecloth covering yeah does, yeah you know, with the lighter shade of the tobacco you mm-hmm. know? You know, it's 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 pronounced how different they are side by side. Wow, this has been great. Thanks for being with us tonight. Yeah, thank no, you. Thank you for having me, guys. It's always really fun. educational. This is it's a little different really twist good. than the last couple of times. It is, but, and, mm-hmm. and you know, I love doing these kind of cigar one-on-one kind of things. I hope we do more of them in the future. Absolutely. And, and uh, I'm, you know, really glad you were here. No, thank you Aww. so much. Appreciate you having me. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, that right. a, that, you're you're welcome. Welcome, welcome for the reminder too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm, yeah. It was close. And, and tell Raphael I said hi. 
Always. Yeah. Always. When when he gets back. Yeah, of course. He's in Spain. He's not watching. <laughs> I, he was so also in Spain see. last time I was here, and I texted him. It was <laughs> a little late. For, not yeah. happy. <laughs> it was a little late for uh, for for, uh, for him to get that text. But that's okay. So we all learn. Um, next week on Not Just Blowing Smoke, we're going to be doing a little post Father's Day episode. We're going to be talking about uh, cigar cults, oh. like the oh. cult of Padron, the cult of Liga Pravada, the cult of uh, Tatawahe, uh, and Pat. Damn, just Pat. <laughs> the cult Opus. Of the <laughs> Opus. Of Pat. Opus. <laughs> and, you know, talking about those different kind of things. And we're going to be smoking uh, uh, some uh, Liga Pravada next week and uh, talking about that. And hopefully uh, we'll be able to get those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll make sure we we'll make sure we have that right now. You know, but um <laughs> and, and for our pipe tobacco we're going to be looking at uh the um uh McBaron HH uh Bold Kentucky, which is the strongest blend that they make Ooh. over there. That's gonna be nice and it's just gonna be a very rich episode that's gonna say. Smoke. Of that. And um we're looking forward to that next week. So that'll Shelf be next like Tuesday, five. eight o'clock. Make sure you're here yeah, watching live. <laughs> and if you're not able to watch live, that's okay. It'll be there the next the the following Monday on all the streaming services. So thanks for being with us tonight. Thank you, Adam, for being with us tonight. My pleasure. Yeah, thank you for having me. You. I appreciate this you guys. This was a great educational experience. Always fun. Yes. We'll see you next week. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Thanks for listening, everybody. And that is Not Just Blowing Smoke. Rolling with the top down.